0: One, two, three, go! Hello and welcome to episode seven of Expresso Babe. And alongside me as ever is Callum. Hello. And I'm also delighted to say we have our special guest along with us today, Ivy. Hi. So we are going to have a lot of fun and it's going to be a very good episode. I hope you're looking forward to it as much as we hey, are. I didn't sign up to a lot of fun. No, you never sign up to a lot of fun. You are a miserable bastard, but we're happy to have you here anyway. So, before we kick off onto the more serious discussions, how is everyone doing? Is everything all right? Um, Callum, you are looking very <laughs> distinctive today.
1: Festive. Festive.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure there are the words going are, f***ing idiot, maybe. I mean, I wish there was a national holiday for this. I will be putting up uh, a photo on the day of the recording, so if you're seeing this on the Tuesday, Callum, you put your... You nudged the table again. It wasn't me. I didn't touch anything. I didn't even breathe. So if you are checking this on the day of release, uh, check back about a week or so and you will see a photo of what I mean. But Callum is dressed up as Bowser. Um, And I wish wish that was festive. I wish there was a holiday dedicated to dressing up as Bowser. Perhaps you'd like to tell everyone exactly what's going on, because I'm not sure I quite understand.
2: Well, it's my friend's 18th birthday, and we decided we were going to dress up as characters. So they picked Mario characters. Okay. And I went to work today only in my chef whites, and this is spare clothes, so... (laughs) Imagine driving through the city with this
1: on your head. Was there, like, organisation to it, or was it going to be five Bowsers? Oh, no, there's
2: organisation. Everyone's dressed up differently. We have... A Mario, and Luigi. We weren't going to have a Waluigi, but she's got COVID. Uh-huh. And we've got a Princess Peach as well.
0: I'm not going to lie to you, uh, mate. If you get stopped by the police, they are 100% going to think you're on drugs.
2: But I'm not on drugs.
0: No, I know you're not, but they're definitely going to think you
1: are. You <laughs> no. look like a Saints Row character. Uh, I see that. You yeah. know, I do see that, yes. You, you, you just look you like... You look like the customisable
0: character in a cutscene. You, sh- <laughs> you don't look like you should be allowed near real people. If I'm choose choose your avatar. Choose your yet. Yeah, no one's choosing their avatar. But anyway, what f- you shall have. Try not to do anything I wouldn't do. Not that that narrows it down that much. It narrows it down not at all. Like okay,
2: three, three borderlines. Yeah, three borderlines.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's go into detail on that another day. Yes. So, as I was saying, we have a very special guest with us today. Um, Ivy is going to be talking to us today about her experiences because Ivy is. Do you know I'm saying? A trans woman. Yeah,
1: um, I agree to come on the podcast too. You know, um, I feel like there's a lot of uh, misinformation or just ignorance, not willing ignorance, but just um, an absence of knowledge about trans people. So I thought I should do my part and spread the word.
0: And we're happy to have you here and we're happy to, um, yeah, help spread that word because I think, as you say, the most dangerous thing in not understanding one another and not being able to live and let live is a lack of knowledge and a lack of understanding. Exactly. So to start us off, I will admit that I'm not an expert in this um, in this area. But my general understanding is that people who are trans felt uncomfortable in their birth assigned genders.
1: Yeah, that's you basically hit it on the nail there. Um, like we refer to it as like gender assigned at birth. Hmm. But with me specifically, with um, I kind of around fifteen specifically knew I didn't really identify as a man. But there is a lot of kind of middle ground, I'd say between just man and woman. So at the time I was very confused. I didn't know if I was non-binary. Okay. I didn't know if I was just more of an effeminate man. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, I would, I would introduce like heels and like wear heels every day and then makeup or like nail polish or mm. press on nails. And then I just kind of, it never felt like enough. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that leads you to question on inwards. And then I kind of um, realized that maybe I'd want, it's the fact that I need to change my body to yeah. make me happy, rather than changing what I wear or dress or, or whatever. Absolutely.
0: You weren't happy in yourself with who and what you are, and yeah, changing that is perfectly reasonable. So you've just said, Ivy, that it was around the age of 15 that you started to feel uh, a little bit like something wasn't quite right with who you were yes. compared to what your assigned gender was. If you don't mind me asking, at what stage did you then decide that you needed to make that change?
1: It was, honestly, it was I think it was around early January 2020. So I would have been 19 at the time. 19 at the time. But it was about late January where I came out to a lot of my friends and said... I hadn't figured out an alternative name since... um, We call it a dead name, which is like the name that you were given at birth. Yeah, I'm familiar with that that Some trans people keep their names, because some names are, you know, um, androgynous, like Charlie, let's say. Yeah, and sometimes that name is a part of your identity to you. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I wanted to change my name. I hadn't figured out my name yet, but I knew I wanted to be referred to as she, her, and as a woman. Yeah. And that um, a name change was kind of imminent. And um, yeah, then a couple of months after that lockdown hit. <laughs> <laughs> so that was
0: about two years ago, give
1: or take. Yeah. So during your transitioning stage, would you
2: say your friends and family were supportive? Or did they not not really understand what was going on?
1: I'd say as a whole... I've been very fortunate to have quite a supportive network of people, mm. like, including friends and family, and, well, I mean, I go to an aunt's uni, so I'm probably going to be surrounded by, you know, trans-friendly peers anyway. yeah. yeah. but I, with my family, I come from Grinsby, which is a quite impoverished town up north. <laughs> up, north. <laughs> up north? Up north? Up <laughs> north. <laughs> it's Grim Up North. Um, That's in the name. <laughs> exactly. Wait until you hear about Scunthorpe. Yeah. <laughs> right, um, so we're just dissing the North here. I'm a, i am
0: mean, as a as a full-on southerner, I'm entirely on board. But I'd really, <laughs> yeah. if there are any Northerners out there, I'm sure they allowed still to. I'm you from too. the North. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the North remembers. The North remembers. <laughs> uh. But yeah, um, I think I'm quite lucky to have come from a like a northern no working class background mm. and have like I don't really have a non-supportive family member. I have a few ones that are like testy sometimes but <laughs> yeah. not testy enough where I can't just you know, like snap back and diffuse the situation or something. See, I find it really interesting that you say that because there
0: is this stereotype, um, well, the classist stereotype, that the people who are traditionally going to be less accepting would be the quote unquote I'm not saying this is my opinion, but Older the generation? No, less educated. Okay, yeah. Which is what we people would associate with the working classes so well, Americans no no <laughs> that's it upset other countries now we've already <laughs> insulted the north let's insult America as well we're
1: already dancing around that to right politics yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. let's just throw let's... in American politics Should I just jump yeah. in front of a lorry now or you <laughs> <Well>, you survive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not
1: a vampire uh,
0: I don't know mate um, yeah so there is the, there is this um, it, it's class it's condescension to a certain extent but there is this assumption that people who are less educated quote unquote will be less accepting
1: of people who aren't well, like, I think, like, um, my family proves conventional, that... Conventional, should we say. Yeah, yeah. I think my family proves that, you know, just because it's up north and working class and everything, or ed- uneducated or educated, as we were throwing around just then, that I think, you know, my family has proven that wrong, that yeah. I have a family that, you know, like, if you were going to go with stereotypes and assumptions, wouldn't think that we'd be very trans-friendly, but have yeah. been nothing but supportive and wanting to educate themselves. But... I would say that every time I go up north, it feels like I'm being stared at a little bit more. Okay. But however, I wouldn't say that's necessarily distinct to the north, because in the south it's more in rural areas that I've got the stairs.
0: Rural areas are interesting, especially somewhere like So Holford. I think it's the yeah. less
1: populated areas, because a mm. lot of the south is more populated that probably more people are accepting, mm. but up north, or where there's less people. <laughs> <laughs> or in. Northern <laughs> I mean, London. there's quite a few people in Manchester. Is that North? Newcastle
2: is loads. Less than London. Loads of Geordies. Let's not start a geography. You make me look stupid. <laughs> north <laughs> is. Uh... North.
1: Yeah, north is up on the map. I mean, ten percent of the UK live in London. Do they Actually, roughly. that's a lot of people. I think it was like roughly around sixty-six million people in the UK, and oh. it's like roughly around seven million people in London. I knew there was a reason I didn't like London. People are a pain.
2: Class as a megacity as well. What's
1: yeah, a megacity. A megacity is where like ten million people or more at any given moment are in a city. Oh wow, that's a lot of people. So it like used to just be Tokyo and New York in the fifties, and then it.
0: And now London's in there as
1: well. Yeah, okay. Paris as well. Paris
0: okay. is the French. Thing. <laughs> Paris. <laughs> Cafe de Pelli Well, that is that's no, that's really interesting because, like I said, I mean, I'm not saying I agree with the notion, but there is there is that kind of yeah view, that kind of zeitgeist in in the Like General a double take, that, sort of. Yeah, that they expect. The, the working class with the double necks and, and drinks Stella <laughs> to um, no, Norfolk's webbed feet uh, That's like Norfolk's webbed <laughs> <to, to laughs> feet Geography's not my strong point <laughs> to not understand or be accepting but it is also really nice to hear that firstly that assumption is false yeah. and secondly mm. that your family have been supportive of you through this
1: yeah exactly like um, it, it, well in the back of my mind I kind of knew that they would be but there's always that fear yeah because like, as a trans person, you even as, like, a gay person, let's say, you hear a lot of horror stories. Yes. Well, like, that's
0: for even as a woman.
1: Yeah. Just yeah. in general. You don't need to be gay or trans. you just, as a woman... But you coming out, things. I mean, stories. Mm. Yes, of course. Okay. So okay. coming out stories where you think your parents will be fine, and then you come yes. out, and then they're not, and then you're yes. kicked out, mm. kind yeah. of thing.
0: Yeah, no, that's a... That, I mean, that's a that must be a terrifying moment, to have to almost be in fear of being, um, rejected. being rejected by your family yeah. for who you are.
1: After you've been, like... Well, with some trans people they know earlier on, and they repress it, but for me, as soon as I kind of figured out that I wanted to transition, I was like, okay, full steam ahead. Yeah, like, but I mean... I'm in my 20s, no, no time to waste, so... Yeah. But I know a lot of people put off coming out for years because they don't want to come out to their family. Even in that scenario, you were four years between figuring out something wasn't right, yeah, and figuring
0: out the steps you needed to take, so that's still a long time to have struggled with it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, I came out as gay around the time of 15 as well. Okay. So it's like I, I was always known as just queer. To, just to just a step back, sorry, gay as when, when you were. I was male. Pre transition, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. Before that? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like how, you know, some um, gay people come out as bi before they're gay or. Okay, yeah, yeah. Actually, okay. yeah.
2: Maybe that's going to be me. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe you'll come out
1: straight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dressed like this? I don't think Dressed so. Dressed like Bowser, yeah.
1: Um I mean I don't know if any game would pick that costume. <laughs> <laughs> well, one has. Not,
0: not stylish enough. Um, <laughs> got the matching bag. You have got the matching bag. not stylish on the camp bag. enough. <laughs> yeah, fair enough.
1: I've got a bag.
0: So on that topic, on the topic of having come out and decided you were in this how far into your transition are you, if you don't mind asking? Is it is it done or where are we where are we at as it were
1: well Slightly I don't think phrase, a lot right? of people really know what a transition is because no. a transition is um, a lot of people just think about the surgery and by exactly, the yeah. surgery I'm on about genitals yes but <laughs> <laughs> you say I'm immature <laughs> you're the one who's laughing I said yes you laughed look like, my laughed bluntness us. is comedic yeah <laughs> no absolutely <laughs> okay so but, yeah um, yeah a lot of people just think it's that and that's the, the transition but a transition is a lot of things like I a transition there's... could be voice therapy there's hormone therapy as well there's as hormone also. Therapy, yeah. there's um, after hormone therapy, it's like little details on your face, let's okay. say, like feminising features. Yeah. Like uh, most feminine no- noses are pointed upwards, while a lot of male noses are pointed flat and go down. Now I'm and trying then... to figure out what my nose is doing.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to look the, at my it's nose. Animate, it's the middle
2: work. of your face, mate. Oh, oh, thanks, thanks, been. Yeah. Okay. It's not pointing up. For so okay. the past 300 years.
1: But yeah, it's stuff like that, or um, <laughs> mm. like um, some trans men who were people who were born, you know, assigned as women and yes. transition to be men, they get stuff like jaw fillers. Yeah. So to give them more of a masculine a slightly line, square, square yeah. jawline. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, there's all those like little things or like hairline surgery. Like a transition, like the end is the genital surgery, but the transition to start with could be stuff like laser hair removal or um, voice therapy. But at the moment I'm at the point where I've had um, laser hair surgery for okay. a couple of sessions under my makeup my skin is really red around my neck because of it okay yeah that sounds unpleasant it's electrocuting your hair follicles so they don't grow anymore so effectively killing them (laughs) what okay that's quite extreme so you're being you're electrocuting your cells to death yeah your hair cells oh nice and then then they won't grow back and then you'll have well i'll have a smooth face yeah forevermore absolutely yeah yeah okay but um you can get it done to have a popsy of your body as well but, really um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: okay callum has gone probably not them. there <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to want... find someone willing first <laughs> would you want to electrocute those would you, don't... you slightly enjoy it maybe you never have to shave again like you deal scale? with
1: the sores and the spots Ooh. yeah
0: I'm just saying because I can already imagine you with the, like clamps on your nipples but attached to a car battery I wouldn't i just just worried you might enjoy what it? kind of freak <laughs> do you take me for I mean, you're wearing a Bowser costume. It's fancy dress
2: for a party. <laughs> There's a reason. I didn't wake up and, you know what? I want to look like a dragon today. Is it a party? You're
1: going out. You... No, it's
2: his 18th birthday, so technically it's a party. Yeah. No, it? It's a night
1: just... out. Like, a party says that you've got to be inside and no one's going to see you. We will be inside. <laughs> <laughs> we are inside. Inside <laughs> yeah. the party. So, at the moment, you're on hair follicle um, uh, Laser and hair removal. Yeah. That's the one, yeah. The one. <laughs> hair so that just match. sounds so science sci- 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 <laughs> in a lab.
0: Look, this is not my area of expertise. And final goal is then the actual surgery of the genitals, as yes. you so eloquently put it. Um, the surgery. We could call the it surgery. bottom surgery. Bottom surgery. Say.
1: <laughs> that's the more eloquent way to put it. I think it's but, the front um... rather than the back. But I get your point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's well, it's top surgery as
0: well. For... Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, how far are you expecting to be off of that? I mean, at what stage are you
1: going to be able to say, that's it, I've I've done it. I think, what um, well for me, you've completed your journey as it were. I don't think, I've not really planned out the steps, but yeah. honestly this is like something where the conclusion is years out. Yeah. Like, probably going to be a much different person by the time this is all ended and everything. Of course. Um, but for me right now, my focus this year is just getting onto hormones. Okay. Because I'm going to have to go private for that because the NHS service is quite inadequate. So I do have one more question whilst we're still on the uh,
0: on the topic, because um, I think on the whole, things have improved over the last 10, 20 years for people um, undergoing gender reassignment. Mm -hmm. There is still a disproportionate prevalence um, in people undergoing these kind of situations with things like mental health um, Mm -hmm. issues, suicide, so on and so forth. It is still an outlier. Um so whilst I still think thing I do think things are improving and changing for the better, what more would you say still
1: needs to be done for transgender people? Yeah, just quickly, mm-hmm. um I do agree that things have got better. Yeah. Things have got better for queer people being, you know, gay, lesbian, yes. bisexual people, um, or even non binary people. It's got very much it's got better in the last ten years. I, so don't I do agree to that point. I don't think it's there yet. It's nowhere near there. No, I don't think we're there
0: yet, but I think things are improving.
1: I guess the the first time in the UK that um, you could legally change your gender was in 2004, which was the Gender Recognition Act, which was brought in by Tony Blair's government. I hadn't even realised it was that recent. Yeah, it was 2004. 2004, wow. And since 2004, less than 2,000 people have legally transitioned through that system without already having bottom surgery. Okay. Which they probably have to pay for themselves.
0: Okay, so rather than it, being able to do it through the NHS, they have to go private in order to actually...?
1: Yeah. Because, okay. or you could wait the decade to maybe even get your bottom surgery appointment date. Okay. Which that's could all, be a year yeah, out. kind of long, long time. Of thing. Yeah. I mean, I haven't even received a date for my first appointment with the gender clinic, and I applied two years ago. That's a long time. So that's, that's one thing that does need to improve. And I also think we need to... It's interesting, because when Theresa May was Prime Minister, mm. she was going to bring in legislation that if you could prove that you've been living in your gender for three months, yeah. you could then self-identify and then have your gender legally changed. Okay, that, yeah. But Boris um, kind of didn't follow through on that. So what I think really needs to change for trans people is that we rather... We, I think we mean both, but I think mainly we need a way to change our gender without having to have um, bottom surgery or well, the alternative is, and this is why less than 2,000 people have done it this way, is that you need to have proved, and they don't tell you legitimately what is the proof, Yeah. but you need to prove that you've been living in your gender for two years, Yeah. and you need to get two different doctors to diagnose you with gender dysphoria. Yeah. And gender dysphoria is like body dysmorphia with eating yes, disorders. When you, yeah, not or having. people who want to bulk up a lot, yeah. kind of thing. Um, and then a group of, like, six people on a panel will decide whether you're transgender or not. And then you can change your gender. But that- the waiting list and everything are so long. This I mean, like could you imagine- steps. could you imagine if you were gay and then- and then I the haven't. law was like, you're not gay. You've got to be gay for two years. You've got, <laughs> you've got to, you've got to prove that you've somehow that you've been gay for two years. <laughs> Do you know what? Videos, images. I've got a lot. Just let me just. And then and a panel then, of six people and will say, "You're C gay enough." enough. <laughs> yeah, and then a panel of six straight people will be like, "Oh, you're not gay." <laughs> okay, right. It's uh, yeah. long journey to achieve. Also, I think the UK needs to recognise non-binary as a legal gender. Okay. Um, so one last question before we move
0: on to a slightly less Serious note. In your opinion, what do you think the future is going to hold for, not just you personally, but for trans people as a whole? So both you and... The whole community. The whole community. The if whole I'm demographic. Talking, yeah, if
1: I'm talking UK-wise, mm. I honestly think that the UK is in a very uncertain position. Right. In terms of trans rights. If you look at Scotland, Scotland's position on trans people is actually quite good. It's one of the best in the world. But the rest of the UK... There's a lot of work to do. We currently have a government that doesn't want to be seen as transphobic, but doesn't really want to do anything necessarily for us. Yeah, okay. It kind of wants to just keep us in this existing limbo of gender clinics being underfunded on the NHS. Because there's only eight in the UK. That's not many for 66 million people yeah it's, yes. it's 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 not a it's not a huge amount of clinics and every year the government i've noticed does team to test the waters with um bathroom law which would yes. mean that i would be compelled to use the men's restroom but this. well the listeners can't see me at home but for you to see yeah. me right now i would be in danger going into the men's talking yeah. like this yes. like i would phys- i would like you would not feel safe and that is completely just I, I wouldn't be safe um, no. Like and I think because I think I, I like the UK because there's always enough of a backlash to stop them from doing yeah. it. But they always kind of leak a paper that says they're gonna do this and get the reaction of it. Yeah. Like they did it last year and they've recently done it again. And I, I think crazy. with it, yeah, yeah, I, I just think in the UK we're still quite lucky, it's one of the most trans friendly countries but is it Norway Neville? is it Norway? It's one of the Scandinavian Scandinavian countries in general are quite yeah. good with trans people. But I think the UK is in a situation where it could go either way, in all honesty. Like, I feel like the UK is in a situation where it could progress, and it could update its trans laws, because it hasn't since 2004. And that's, yeah, it's nearly 20 years. Yeah, that is, it's almost my entire lifetime. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It actually
0: makes
2: you feel oldly.
1: Or it could regress on those laws. I was like 10
2: when those laws
0: came out, I'm not that bothered.
2: You mean like 210? (laughs) (laughs) I hope your legs fall off. Uh, me too. They won't have to run to a gym any time soon. <laughs> I'll
1: drag you on a You're going to cut off the blood circulation. <laughs> now, <that's laughs> <dead. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have
2: magical powers now. I'm a dragon. <laughs> You're a chicken. His powers are a dragon. Well, he breathes fire. He's a, he's a
1: giant tortoise. Well, things I think. breathe fire. Oh, dragons. Uh, don't ruin it. Be for fiction.
2: It. Don't ruin it for me. This is like CGI Merlin
1: dragon. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like. Um, Pete the Magic Dragon, like the old one. <laughs> Do you remember that one? The snap- all the Snapdragons from the Mayor's Fest-
0: Lord Mayor's Festival.
2: No. Yes. No. Next you'll say I'm the fucking T-Rex
1: from Toy Story.
0: What, <laughs> Rex? Rex, yeah. Yes, I can
1: see that. You kind of look like a dragon if it was in He-Man. <laughs> 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 Thank Oh, you. that's fun. I like that. So moving
0: on to slightly more cheerful topics mr callum do you have a what's going on for us today so before we get into what's going on we do want to make a little shout out because we have had a message from mr oliver thurling oliver thank you so much for messaging and we've got a lot of stuff here <laughs> <laughs> that's a good read yep we have posted it to the group as well so people can see it's actually happened and I'm not just making it up we have got a Tinder line for Callum which we'll come to in a minute but we've got I'm not quite sure if it would count as a petty win but I had forgotten this and it is just I would class it as a petty win you class it as a petty win so um, once upon a time in a a land far far away I worked at a place called The Green Man which has since gone out of business it's because you left Lee it's because I left yeah I left about six months before it went out (laughs) of (laughs) business Uh, yeah, I don't know if that was really good instinct or if I somehow instigated it, but either way, um, I'll take the credit. It's fine. Uh, we, but we had a we had a firstly supervisor and then manager there who was absolutely great, um, Portuguese guy by the name of Louis. We actually had a Louis and a, a Polish manager called Agata for a while, and they were both Agata Agata. Uh, Agata Agata I think. Agata. And it, whilst they were both amazing, it was so hard to work with them just because I couldn't read a thing they'd written. <laughs> I once had someone For an appointment For I, I, can't, I think their name was Smith or something But it's just Seven letters No vowels And I sort of looked up, looked up And then I went Yeah alright Come in <laughs> That'll do Close enough <laughs> But they were absolutely Both amazing And on this particular occasion We had A gazebo that needed Wait well, I think We called it a gazebo it was Basically a sort of A bandstand You know gazebos Are like tops yeah. aren't
2: they Yeah Yeah, like, yeah. yeah fair. Was it wooden Yeah, like a, yeah I think
0: so I well, gazebos Could be wooden Maybe they mm-hmm. can be Okay it was a wooden right. gazebo then by the way, ask. Okay. We had a load of lights strung up over it, and um, Louis decided, in the absolute pouring rain and howling gale, that what he needed to do was climb up on the roof uh, and get them down. All out there telling him it's dangerous and he shouldn't he shouldn't be uh, shouldn't be doing such a stupid thing, and he's <laughs> shouting back down to us in his in his wonderfully thick Portuguese accent. Danger is not in my vocabulary. I'm not sure what that accent was. <laughs> <but> he sounded <laughs> <That in> Russian. <laughs> Yeah I know He did come in and say Hello to you That was how he sounded So he sounded sort of Yeah Apparently he's Portuguese Maybe he's a Russian spy Uh You should do audio books mate (laughs) That'd be great fun But he's Yeah and Five five minutes later Ollie was calling an ambulance For him (laughs) He'd fallen off the roof And I can't remember how bad it was But Yeah if you're listening Louis That one's for you Don't fall off roofs mate He was mental to be fair though Great But he'd just do All the weirdest stuff like rewiring and um, oh yeah, Jesus. they do. They're very it's hands terrifying. on. Terrifying. He was yeah. He was they. Yeah. <laughs> Eastern Europeans. Oh. They're very hands on. He's not oh. Eastern European. He's Portuguese. Oh. Christ. See, I told you. Ge- ge- to I told you. I told you geography. But even not much so, from they
1: and also the <laughs> <laughs> They Eastern Europeans, wrong side of the continent. Also, though, just generalizing Eastern Europeans, not great. Falling off of gazebos. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I did not mean it like that
1: uh, it's a if, slip you are,
0: if you are Eastern European and you are angry um feel free to contact Callum personally that's
1: not my problem
2: this is his address yeah
1: I, I <laughs> don't I don't condone the actions Yeah, no, neither of us support <laughs> support I didn't mean <laughs> it like that you've thrown <laughs> it out before that's what they all say yeah you're throwing you are throwing fuel on this fire, blame, and it's not appreciated you're gonna no, blame out Nambian next. <laughs>
0: Yeah <laughs> No But apparently I did also once Wash up a tub of garlic mayo Get a whiff And shoot back Covering my face Like something out of Dracula So I do not appreciate Being reminded of that Ollie.
2: Well t- t- See vampire Someone you else say. thinks you're a vampire Garlic is disgusting Are you saying sorry you said something about... Oh yes like something yeah. Dracula, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was a like ricoil- Dracula you say I recoiled yeah. from oh. the garlic mayo yeah, I thought
0: it's you were going to Do a joke So moving on from Ollie, We do also Hopefully have What's going on today Callum do you have anything for us there's a
2: bag on the roof of my car. That's what's going on.
0: And that's and we... about it. So, it's a part, it's an issue because I'm... I had a busy weekend. Cut me some slack. Yeah, because I'm going to be away this Tuesday, we're having to record a couple of days early, which is why I'm so grateful to you two for coming by so late on a Sunday night to record this. It's nearly 10 o'clock, um, and we've been working all day. Yeah, it's so... nearly 11 o'clock. Oh, yeah, it's nearly 11 o'clock. <laughs> we've yeah. <laughs> And we've been working all day And I don't know what you've been up to But thank you both I'll just
1: say I've been working
0: Okay She's been working as well Yeah um, So thank you for coming over So late on a Sunday night To get this done We're Happy to be here We've not had me. quite as much yeah, time Yeah no worries Happy to be part of, part of your it. journey But You'll be happy to hear Callum I have got a what's going on
1: yeah, And before I get into it If anyone
0: else does have Any very funny news stories Going on Or something that makes you go What Please do post them in We'd love to see them And next time Callum for- Doesn't get time to research Or forgets We'll have one to use Clearly you're slacking on the job That you've got time to research stories i'm always slacking mate. So, here's mine. Are you ready for this, Callum? And ivy yeah. New Zealand authorities deploy Barry Manilow against COVID protesters. Oh,
1: they did the Macarena too, didn't they? <laughs> yes. yes, I read that. This is just absolutely fantastic. I think that's the one
2: I looked at 30 seconds ago. No, it wasn't. Well, maybe, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Carry on.
0: So, for those of you who haven't seen this yet, New Zealand have been very good with COVID. To be fair, they've barely been, they've barely had any issues with it. For at all and they are i think putting in some more mandates when it comes to vaccines and ma- they're still got mandates when it comes to mask wearing and some people are are quite upset about that a lot of people i think feel that mandating um, things like that is a bit of a slippery slope because mm. as i understand it their opinion is once the government can start deciding what we put in our bodies it's a bit of a dangerous precedent to be setting so people are protesting outside of outside of the new zealand parliament and <laughs> They tried deploying the police. That didn't work well. It didn't look good. They were dragging away people and, you know, so on and so forth. Peaceful protest is supposed to be a right. So that wasn't a great idea. in New Zealand didn't quite think that one through. So their next, yeah, their (laughs) their next solution was playing Barry Manilow at them. (laughs) (laughs) And as um, Ivy quite rightly said, the Macarena um, uh, on a repeat loop. I don't know if it's worked. Apparently they're just singing We're Not Gonna Take It. Um, back at the minute uh, In response So I think New Zealand is turning into a musical If someone can get me over there to join in
1: That would be great fun Kiwi the musical Yes,
0: Kiwi the musical I mean, I'm so in favour of this You have no idea I would love my mu- life to be a musical just for a day Any more than that would be annoying But life one is day a musical My life is not a musical Just a musical episode of, Like a TV yes. show Yeah You
2: could make a musical
0: episode That would be amazing So Ivy, apparently uh, Despite Callum slacking You also have A What's Going On For Us Today
1: So, yeah, I have found this story recently about an ex-Trump political aide saying that she was sacked around 2017-18, I believe. Okay. But she was saying how um, she saw Trump once eat a document. (laughs) 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 <laughs> the quote is After Trump's fixer, Michael Cohen, left the office I walked into the Oval Donald, in my view, was chewing on what he had just torn up It was very bizarre Because he is a germaphobe and never puts paper in his mouth That's weird He never puts paper in his mouth, guys Yeah, that's <laughs> not weird
0: not, not weird that he's eating documents But weird that he wouldn't usually put paper in his mouth That's... <laughs>
1: That's absolutely bizarre. I mean, yeah, the man has heard of paper shredders, right? Well, or fire. to give context to the listener, he was Fireless. eating these documents so they could be made public because allegedly there might be something Trump doesn't want them to see. But if you shred them, you can put that back together. That's true. Fire? You can't set a fire in the White House. Why not? Because of the Secret Service. Oh. <laughs> Didn't you he? didn't know that, Lee. You didn't know that. Weirdly enough, I've never. If they don't the let White the House. president drive, I don't think they'd let him set a but fire. Do they not let the president drive? No, the president's not allowed to drive. He can only drive within the grounds of the White House. That's really weird.
0: It's I think it's a
1: limo driving around right alone. <laughs> <What laughs> just happens- a golf course. <laughs> Bazooka
0: out the window. I mean my question is what happens if they try and drive outside the White House? Are they
1: arrested and taken back? I think they're restrained but not arrested. <laughs> Could you imagine? I'm serving so favourite. He's just driving along his chewing paper, like <laughs> they can't get me. Well Trump's like six five and like, you know, a bit on the chubby side. He's a bit of a unit. Like, yeah, like they wouldn't see. want to try and take They'd him have down. to tease him, but like, can you <laughs> tease the president?
0: <laughs> is that treason? <laughs>
1: Probably My word So after he'd eaten all the paper Did he lick the windows or <laughs>
0: he Just spat on them, spat <laughs> on them. <laughs> Oh my word That is fantastic So before we finish off Tinderlines Because Ollie had given one to us I, uh,
2: I have sent it out to about Four or five people currently Four or five In the next episode I will let you know If I get a response Which goes as follows Are you Norwich City Football Club Because you look incredible On top of the table right now I have actually messaged a few people And haven't got any response but I will
1: make sure I'll spam every single person. I'd recommend keeping an eye out for some football fans. <laughs> football As the woman fans. here, I wouldn't reply. <laughs> <laughs> did,
0: you, did you get any responses? From just any a green prediction. The Maybe meantime, I'm
2: right. Do you know the people I said knock-knock to? Yeah. They didn't respond, so I just pretended I was, they were responding. I just did the joke anyway. I mean, that definitely doesn't work. Doesn't matter. I just wanted to see if they <laughs> put <laughs> ha foot. definitely what?
1: got screenshoted though.
0: Yeah. Maybe. I didn't try your other one. well the um... good news is you have some homework for the next week and a half yes so that'll be great What was that one you said it was quite good I don't know listen over to the last episode it wasn't knock knock it was it wasn't knock knock it was are you fast are you fast how fast can you run oh how fast can you run yes Yes. alright well we'll see how you got on with that one next week then so we don't have any other petty moans today we've got the little petty win from Ollie I don't think Callum has any petty moans he's always got some but I don't know if no my, a mine's podcast, more though. whinging than Petty moans. yeah that's fair enough <laughs> in which case we are coming towards the end of the podcast but as Ivy has um, taken the time to come and talk to us today she'd like to tell us a little bit about her film before we finish so Ivy if you would please
1: yeah um, I think it's a film you both find really interesting because it's about a vampire who's like recovering one. from their substance issues
2: <laughs> <laughs> for those of you
0: who don't know Ivy just pointed at each of us in turn <laughs> yes, yes isn't it but yeah, no. Um, you know, I started off really not funny, and then I suddenly find it funny. funny
2: sure <laughs> oh yeah, when you're laughing at my
1: expense, it's funny. Yes. like to keep it balanced. <laughs> <laughs> so you were saying, sorry. But yeah, it's about a vampire who is um, struggling with their substance abuse problems, and it's a film about them trying to get clean. Um, I'm currently fundraising for the film, and we'll be filming it around the 15th of March. By the time this podcast goes out, if you go on Instagram and search Bloodlust 2020, if you'd like to donate to this film and if you'd like to see this film, then there'll be a fundraiser on that Instagram profile. Okay, very exciting. So, all that remains is for us to talk about how to contact
0: us. As ever, you can search the name Expresso Babe on Facebook and find our Facebook group. For those of you out there who still use email, our email is expresso.babe at
2: yahoo.com.co.uk. .co.uk. I would you say net then just don't
0: <laughs> <laughs> say .org. .org. right yes <laughs> so that's expresso.babe at Yahoo.co.uk. that don't forget that's e-x-p-r-e-s-s-o you can also find us on Twitter at expresso underscore babe and we also have an Instagram account which is expresso
2: underscore underscore babe underscore
0: yes I think that's everything for the moment. We have had a tweet now, which is very exciting. Just the one. Callum, you're in charge of social media. Pull your thumb out. Yeah. Hey, I've got five followers.
2: Because <laughs> you follow people and they don't follow you back. It's really hard.
1: Yeah, but that's... <laughs> that's in real life, mate. If you go on Twitter, it looks <laughs> Yeah, but like, boots have that problem too.
0: Yeah, and if you do it on Twitter rather than in person, you don't have to collect restraining orders. True. <laughs> but we did have a lady
2: message and you said thank you we made her day so thank you to you
0: yep and as ever please don't forget not only to listen to these episodes but share them tell your family tell your friends tell Gary at work he's a boring bastard he could do something more interesting in his life anyway so I think that brings us to the end of the podcast thank you very much for joining us thank today, you for Abby. having me and as ever thank you Mr Callum thank you Lee and we will see you all or we won't see you all we'll talk to you all <laughs> next week I bye bye
1: bye bye